hauntings. True crime. Horror. Halloween. Weird days. Welcome to the dark side of travel and beyond, beyond, beyond. You're listening to Haunt Chants with your host and guide, Courtney Murak. Today, I'm very excited to share with you my story from The Feminine Macabre, a woman's journal of all things strange and unusual, curated by Amanda R. Woomer, who you may better know as Spookies. It wasn't until I received my author's copies and read Amanda's introduction, however, that I fully understood what it was Amanda hoped to accomplish with this journal, which is give a voice to more women in the paranormal, which she does. There are 30, I believe, essays in here all, of all kinds of topics in the paranormal, from folklore to ghost hunting and paranormal investigation to haunted history, witchcraft, you know, it's just a lot. I highly advise you to check it out, and I will put a link in the show notes to Amanda's site where you can order it through there. I also believe it's on Amazon, but it really touched me, and I got even more excited. I'm super excited that my story got selected for it, but after reading her introduction, I really was like, wow, that's, you know, I never had looked at it that way, so I'm very grateful that it's in here. It's a beautiful book. It's much larger than I thought it would be. The cover's absolutely amazing. And now I'm going to share with you my story because I'm so proud it's in here. It's titled, How to Conjure the Spirit of Charles Dickens in the Haunted Mirror at the Omni Parker House. Some hotels are more open about their ghosts than others. Boston's Omni Parker House is one that makes no effort to hide its restless spirits. In fact, it embraces them. Not only is there a mirror they invite you to peer into to look for the reflection of Charles Dickens, but the concierge will also gladly provide you with a handout that details some of the hotel's paranormal activity if you inquire about its alleged hauntings. And if you're really lucky and catch one of the concierges in a good mood that had a personal experience and doesn't have a line of people to assist or a switchboard full of guests on hold, you may even hear about it. We'll come back to the mirror and how to conjure the spirit of Dickens because some legends claim there's a trick to it. You have to do more than simply look in the mirror to get him to appear. But first, let's acquaint ourselves with the reports detailed on the Omni Parker House's ghost encounter sheet. The Ghosts of the Omni Parker House The sheet relates ghost encounters from guests and staff alike, with reports that include everything from disembodied voices and orbs to shadow figures and apparitions. None of the reports are frightening or malicious, though. Most are simply perplexing and a few are even sweet, showing that the Omni Parker House's ghostly guests mean no harm. 
they're just still enjoying their stay. Judging from the reports, the 10th floor seems to be the most active. For instance, it's not uncommon for guests to complain of excessive noise coming from room 1040. However, when security checks on it, they always find the room empty, which they don't necessarily find surprising. After all, they already knew from the guest registry that the room wasn't occupied. Airline personnel who have stayed on the 10th floor have reported the sound of a rocking chair that keeps them up at night. The problem with that is there aren't any rocking chairs in the hotel. Not in the lobby, not on any of the floors or their waiting areas, and not in any of the rooms. My personal favorite 10th floor ghost story is about a mother and a daughter who stayed in room 1012. The daughter woke up around sunrise and was surprised to find a gentleman dressed in period garments of the later 1800s standing at the end of her bed. She said that he sported a large grin and she felt it was as if he was asking, are you enjoying your stay? She returned his smile and that's when he vanished into thin air. When they went down to breakfast later that morning, she was stunned to see a portrait of the man downstairs. It was the hotel's founder himself, Mr. Harvey Parker. Mr. Parker had long since passed. He opened what, at the time, was called the Parker House Hotel and Restaurant in 1855. He died in 1884. Guests have reported seeing him ever since. Although it should be noted, it's been at least two decades since there have been any sightings of him. However, those who knew him weren't surprised when Har Harvey Parker ghost sightings first started. They described him as a perfectionist who kept his hands in every detail of his restaurant and hotel operations. He also relished playing the host to all who visited his establishment from ordinary folks to world-famous guests alike. It seems like he just wanted to keep up his life's work from beyond the grave. The third floor also has a few curious stories. One hails from room 303. Sometimes guests complain about the smell of whiskey and cigars, which were both favorites of a longtime resident who once occupied that room. The elevators are often called to stop on the third floor, even when no button has been pushed for that floor. It's also the floor where Charles Dickens stayed during his second trip to America in 1868 through, I mean, 1867 through 68 for a reading tour. This leads us to where you might spot the famous author's apparition in a mirror. The Mirror That Dickens Haunts Next to the elevators on the mezzanine level, it'd be easy to think the large mirror hanging above the table was just some more hotel decor. More observant people might notice the plaque next to it. Inquisitive types may even take a moment to read it. If they do, they'll find it's the mirror that hung in Dickens' room during his stay at the hotel. It's the one he used to practice reciting his stories in before his readings. They'll also find something that's not mentioned on the Ghost Encounters sheet, 
an invitation to look closely and see reflections of Dickens as he practiced a Christmas carol. Some have claimed to see his spirit when they look hard and close enough. Others say you can conjure him by saying his name, Charles Dickens, three times. When we stayed there, I hadn't heard the say his name three times trick, so I didn't try it. However, I did concentrate very hard on the mirror with my cell phone camera ready, hoping to catch his spirit manifesting. It didn't, but it was still a thrill to be in the presence of an object that Dickens had used and whose essence may still linger in it to this day. Thank you so much for listening. And again, please check out The Feminine Macabre, A Woman's Journal of All Things Strange and Unusual, curated by Amanda Woomer of Spookies. It's really a remarkable co- collection of 30 essays by 30 women in the paranormal with, we can't forget to mention this, a foreword by Patty Negri. You've been listening to Haunt Johns, a podcast for restless spirits. My name is Courtney Morocco, and it's been my pleasure to be your host and guide for this audio journey. Did you like what you heard? If so, the best ways to show your appreciation are by subscribing wherever you get your podcasts from, leaving a review if your podcast provider permits it, or by sharing this episode. If you're curious about the music, almost all of it comes from filmmusic.io, unless otherwise specified in the show notes, which is also where all artists and song titles are listed. And if you'd like to continue exploring with me beyond the podcast, you can always jaunt with me online anytime at hauntjaunts.net or socially on Instagram and YouTube. I sure do appreciate you taking the time to sail the airwaves with me. Until our paths cross again, ciao for now.